Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Oh, goodness. So last week, we were talking all about community. We were talking about the community that you both need and want. If you have not yet listened to last week's episode, I highly recommend you push pause on this, jump over there and take a listen. We dove into a whole lot of detail on specific people that you need in your life and helped you define who it is you want to work with um, in your business. Now, here's the thing. One of those questions we asked you, and hopefully you took the time to map out and write out, was what keeps this person up at night? And then how do you solve that issue? Now, if those two things don't connect, uh, you either are in the wrong business or you haven't yet found your right people. Because if you have a solution, you need to find people that also need that solution. That should be a really great little marriage. So let's just uh, pretend or imagine that you figure that out, right? That you know who your people are, what keeps them up at night, and how you solve that. So I can uh, give you an example of this in my own world. Um, One thing that uh, keeps people up at night in their small business is that they are not confident in their sales and they are loving the product that they're offering or the service and they, or, and, but, or, uh, they are not moving those, that passion into an actual paycheck. And so, uh, when I realized that, uh, the confidence that I have in sales and also marketing myself and and talking about myself and talking about my products and talking about the things that I offer, that I knew that this wasn't something that everybody was comfortable with, I could easily then move that into an online course. And so that's where Contagiously Confident uh, came from my online course. And so you heard me say, okay, these people are um, struggling. They're not, uh, not sleeping at night because they are passionate about something, uh, passionate about a product, passionate about a business, but they don't know how to then share that with other people and they don't know how to close that sale. So I absolutely love that I get to work with this group and I have defined it down way more than that um, on who it is that I want to work with. But that's how um, I figured out that piece of my business, Contagiously Confident. And then I work with women um, to coach them along the journey after they go through that course. Now, second um, is my doTERRA business. And these two weave in so beautifully um, because I'm primarily working with women in network marketing. And of course, doTERRA is the same. But here's the deal. I really realize that I don't just help, you know, uh, women or moms or, um, you know, this certain age range. I really, really help people that already have a business in place, oils, 
come right in there alongside and help that business from a financial standpoint. And I have seen time and time and time again uh, that business owners have taken this in as um, a line to sell um, and classes and have reasons to come into their location and all of that. And they've been able to grow their either brick and mortar business or their service-based business based on having uh, doTERRA come alongside them in their business. That is my ideal client because I know what it is like to own a small business and have to keep the lights on and to keep the roof over the head and, and do all of those things. And had some of mine, for example, when I had my hair salon, had that been a really strong passion of mine, I wanted to keep the doors open. doTERRA would have been a really great way to do that. Uh, I realized that hair was not uh, my passion. <laughs> if you guys actually saw the recording of this right now, I straight up woke up and walked down here and haven't even looked in the mirror. So I'm staring at myself in the computer screen like a hot mess and I love it. I am not a hairstylist. So anyways, I digress. So what keeps these people up at night. So what do they need from you? They need more than just what you offer as your physical product that they're purchasing. Because let's say they do purchase your product. Is that the only thing that you have in your toolkit that will help them? More than likely not. You may have some accountability for them. You may have some inspiration for them, motivation to keep going. Um, the list goes on and on really. And those are the pieces that marry together with your product that then you can share in your content. So content is just kind of a open word out there to say, here's, here's what you're creating. Here's what you're creating. And here's what you're putting out into the world. And, uh, if you didn't already get this newsflash, um, when you are an entrepreneur, more than likely you're going to have to also be a writer and a marketer and a salesperson. And so we want to refine those skills, uh, as best as we can. So a couple questions I get quite a bit are what, um, you know, what content should I be creating and where should I be putting this content? Now, I think we all may have learned in this last week or so um, that social media has a mind of its own. And maybe we learned that before. Hopefully we learned that earlier. And uh, Facebook and Instagram both went down in the same day. And so people were in a frenzy. And I totally understand this is one mainstream way of getting our information out to our customers, our future customers, um, if we're building a network marketing business, our, our people that are in our team. And if that goes down, then what? So I'm not going to tell you not to be on social. That's absolutely would be crazy. I really want you to be on social media sites. But what if those went down? Where else would you hang out? what other content would you be able to get out to people? Now, I have other sources, other ways that I communicate with people, and I'll share some of those with you. Um, but I want you to think about it before I even give you those ideas. How are you connecting with your people if it wasn't on social media? Those places also probably need some content of some sort, right? Okay. So um, I'm going um, to refer you to episode 16 for Instagram because I know many of you are going to be wanting to raise your hand to say, yep, that's a place that I want to be or I am, but I'm not really sure how it's working or what I should be doing over there. I have a quick and easy, dirty little uh, episode on Instagram over there. I also love, love, love Jenna Kutcher, um, her podcast, Gold Digger. She talks about Instagram a lot, and she also has a really inexpensive online course on Instagram that I highly 
recommend. I had uh, plans to create an Instagram course and once I took hers, not that there can't be more on the market, uh, but she covered all the things um, and was inside of my brain as well, I felt, as I would have written almost identical content. This is uh, an amazing, amazing course that I highly, highly uh, recommend. So I don't know if it's always open. I'm not sure on that, but um, you can go over to her website and check it out. Otherwise, she has lots of freebies and lots of awesomeness. So Instagram is one spot I'm going to tell you that that's going to be more than likely where you're going to hang out if you're talking about social sites, right? The other one as a network marketer specifically would be having a Facebook community and that would be a Facebook group versus a business page. So if you just pick two, that's what I would choose if we were talking social media, a group page and an Instagram um, uh, account. Okay. So if that's all you could pick, that's all you could do. That's where I would say to start and to really put your focus on for a return, for community connection, for education, for all of that, right? Okay. So if you are talking not about social media, what other places would you put content? So for me, it's an email list and having that email list so that I can email my customers, my potential customers and uh, my, my leaders I want to be able to communicate them with them in their inbox. Now, some people might tell you email is dead and they are crazy. It is the one thing that we absolutely own and we get to do what we want with those people that have opted into our email list. Now, we don't want to abuse that, um, but we get to land in their inbox. So the the average... um, open rate on an email differs uh, based on industry. MailChimp actually has a really great uh, resource for this and we can link that up in the show notes. But um, now I need to make note of that or else I'll forget. So MailChimp notes, (laughs) Um, they have a resource to let you know, hey, here's kind of the average open rate for your specific industry. Now, kind of just to throw out there about 20 25, 30% would be an amazing open rate. So that might sound really crappy, but to be honest, to be really, really honest, more people are going to see your email than they're probably going to see your social media posts. Okay. So uh, having an email list, if you want an easy, simple place to start, I recommend MailChimp. Um, I think that there are a lot of great resources. Um, we use some, a, a different one, but I wouldn't recommend that for starting out. Um, but starting out with MailChimp, it's easy. Just jump in there um, to get started and, and start getting people on your email list. Now that's a whole nother episode, a whole nother jam, but um, we're just talking content right now, not how to get people uh, onto your email list. So the other places that I absolutely love um, sharing content and communicating with my people um, is an app called um, Voxer. And so this app is a tool to basically text back and forth in a group um, setting. And you can also use voice. And this sits there kind of like a voicemail would in a way, um, or a text message would until you read it. So you can have a conversation back and forth with people, multiple people or single people, and then wait to see um, you know, when they respond, you can respond back. So somewhat walkie talkie, cause you can hear them as they talk if you want to as well, if you're having a conversation back and forth in the moment. 
Um, but I love, love, love to use this tool uh, for my team. And when we're really pushing towards a certain initiative, maybe there's a group of leaders that are just uh, launching their business and they're growing at a little bit different rate than the rest of the people that would maybe be in our Facebook community. And so I will drop content then into that group so that they can receive it right away. It's a notification on their phone, um, on one little app, something that they are more than likely actually close to 100%. Uh, if they have the app there, they're going to listen to it. That's amazing. Um, and so I work on developing content for those groups to make sure that they keep running and rolling and going. Um, another place um, is simply picking up your phone. Maybe it's texting, but maybe it's actually calling and having content that you are going to bring out to those people to say, hey, here's something I wanted to discuss. Here's what I was thinking about. Here's what I, I have going on in my world. That's content, you guys. And so if you're excited about it, if you're passionate about it, and not annoying, um, but if you're passionate about it and excited about it, that truly will be contagious content, whether it's verbal um, or, or written, okay? So when you're thinking about creating your own content, there's a couple things that I want you to think about. One of those is the words you're using um, and really thinking about how are those words defining you and who your voice is? So sometimes I find when we hang out with a whole bunch of different people, our uh, words start to sound like their words. And I know that we kind of can't get away from that, but you are your own individual person. What defines you? What words make you, you? Now, in an exercise that I do in Contagiously Confident, our online course, I walk through this in a little bit more detail that I can't get into here on, on just the podcast, but I will tell you that, you know, just even searching online for, for um, defining words and looking to see what words come up in your vocabulary on a regular basis, maybe record yourself like this. I find that I'll go back and listen to my own podcast. And I'll be like, I say that all the time. And either I'm annoyed by it or it gets thrown into my more used uh, words when I'm writing content. Because I want, when you hear me here on the podcast, and you read my uh, posts online or you read my emails, that it sounds like the same person. It doesn't sound different. Like people will often say to me, Tina, I feel like you were speaking right to me as they were reading what I was writing. Really great authors do this and also content developers uh, online. Um, now, so that's one thing. Your words that you're using make up your whole voice, right? And so defining that piece out is really important. Now, we talked about your people, right? We talked about, um, you know, what they want to hear, what they need to hear. Are you, maybe you need to refine then again who your community is because maybe your words, your solutions, your products don't work with the person that you defined as your community. The other thing I often find is that people decide to create multiple social media sites for all their different uh, brands or personal and business, and you will go crazy doing this. I recommend you have one Instagram, you have one business page, you have one real group to start. Maybe you're going to expand, but really honestly, if we're talking Instagram, and I talked about this in the Instagram episode a bit more, having a certain things that you talk about on that one Instagram 
and it can go from business to personal um, and back and forth. People want to know the ins and outs of all of those pieces. If you only talk business over and over and over again, people will get bored. If you only talked about your personal life over and over and over again, you would have a smaller following of just your friends and family, right? You mix those two together and your business people get to know about your personal life and your personal friends get to know about your business life. It's a great little marriage. So in creating your content, next week we're going to talk about consistency and how to be consistent with pushing out your posts, with pushing out your emails, your podcasts, whatever it is that you're um, putting out there to the world to help them in the things that they need from you. We're going to talk about consistency next week, but this week I want you to start writing out some content. I want you to start writing and maybe it's just in a journal. Maybe you're going to open up Evernote. Maybe you're going to um, do a note section on your phone. Uh, just start writing uh, things that you, problems that you solve and things that then associate with that uh, problem and just start having fun with those things. Another exercise that I love to kind of push people to check out is go on a stock photography site, maybe a free one. So in case you want to take that photo, you're able to use it. Um, and go on a stock photo site and just kind of scroll through it. And if something sparks your attention, like, oh, that's similar to uh, my brand, or if it's in my vision, or I could write something about that. Now, I'm going to give you an interesting example. Um, there's a gal that I've been doing a mentor group with. Her and I are the same um, level and, and rank in uh, doTERRA. And we've been mentoring some other leaders. And I was scrolling through Instagram, beautiful Instagram, great following, shares a whole lot about leadership and um, network marketing for millennials and really great stuff. And she had a picture there of lip gloss. And it was a beautiful picture and it was clearly a stock photo just because I, I knew uh, her, her series and how she did things. But um, I, I saw this and I thought, why is she talking about lip gloss? Um, generally speaking, lip gloss can be pretty toxic, not all brands, but she was definitely showing one that wasn't um, clean. And so I thought, oh, that's weird. So I went and read it. Sure enough, uh, that seeing that picture of lip gloss uh, sparked in her mind that we want to talk about clean beauty products and clean products in her home. And so the picture got the attention because it was beautiful um, and fun and girly. And then she talked about something that actually uh, related to her brand. See how something like that scrolling through um, stock photos could really spark attention, spark thoughts, not attention, but spark your thoughts for content that you want to write. Okay, to sum all of this up, I really want you to think about your people. Your people, go back to last week, re-listen if you need to. What do they truly need from you? Do some exercises to write out some of that. It doesn't need to be perfect. Scroll back in anyone's social media to see that it, it wasn't always that as great as it is now. Um, and scroll back and check that out and um, look to see um, what it is that you want to be, what you want to be writing, what you want to be putting out there. And defining out what words you're using 
and also um, what social sites and where you're going to put this content out. So I can't wait to hear um, this from you guys. I want to know what may be sparked in you, what you're going to uh, start doing here um, in your business, what this content area maybe changes or motivates you to start doing to create that contagious content. Um, so let me know maybe what you start you're going to start doing what you're going to stop doing. And I always love to know, like, what do you plan to continue doing here um, in your marketing? Maybe you're already doing something that is so freaking fabulous and you want to share that with me. Go over to Instagram at Tina Pettis. That's Tina with an E, Tina Pettis. And comment on my last post, uh, whatever one it may be. And let me know what it is you're going to start, stop, um, and continue doing. I cannot wait to hear from you. I can't wait to connect with you and see what content you have rocking and rolling in your world. Until next week, when we talk about consistency, I hope you have a fabulous week. I will be in Disney World or Disneyland with my kiddos and doTERRA leadership. So my stories are going to be crazy on Instagram if you want to follow along. <laughs>